Incoming transmission. Good morning, good morning. This is Tanuki Ranch, and just like you, I'm trying to unpack the enigma that is Altered State Machine. The goal of this recording is to help the community get caught up with everything ASM related. Just think of it as a quick, unofficial recap that you can listen to while making your coffee. Some AMA answers I'll read nearly verbatim so that I don't mix up the technical concepts. Other questions, I'll just provide a brief summary. For community brainstorms, we're just having fun speculating what might unfold in the future. These recordings are entirely for the community, so hit me up on Twitter or in the Discord and let me know what you'd like to hear next. I would strongly encourage you to check out any topics discussed in their entirety and head to the Discord server for the source material. That link can be found in the show notes. As a reminder, I'm simply relaying the questions and answers from a previous recording. This is in no way meant to be financial advice. Do your own research and don't make choices just because my summary or interpretation wasn't accurate. Are you ready? Suspend disbelief with me and try to keep up. Here we go. David McDonald, ASM CEO and founder, and Dan, the AMA host and support team lead, kicked off AMA 24, which took place on January 25th, 2023. David casually mentioned how he was spending his spare time watching a FIFA AI agent go through refinement training and was working on tweaking his superpowers for the FIFA game. Phil, co-founder and chief of partnerships, eventually found the unmute button to say GM. David mentioned they're off to a massive start in 2023. He reflected on the tail end of 2022 and how the team is well set up to survive the current market, which they had been anticipating would arrive eventually. They took some lessons learned while observing other projects. They're not just surviving, but thriving with a lot of development of Futureverse stuff going on. There are swirling rumors that are 100% correct and others that we'll need to just wait and see. He said... There were some roadmap items that got caught in the molasses of last year that they need to catch up on and make good on the stuff that they've been working hard over the last year uh, with things the community um, were expecting. He acknowledged some of it has been delayed and that can be frustrating. Once projects like FIFA are launched, the early projects will have less disruption. They made a call long-term that the best thing for the community was to prioritize the FIFA work. Um, He's optimistic at the start of the year and is looking forward to finding time to get back into the community, which is something that he's missed over the past few months. Dan said they have a couple of announcements and jumped right into community questions. The first speaker expressed an interest in the Next Legends boxing game. He asked about the gym bags and the potential staking mechanism via XRP network. He asked if there were differences in the more rare bags versus the common bags when it comes to the rewarding mechanism. Will there be a difference in rewards when receiving the root token? David said the migration of assets and root rewards that they haven't identified any distinction between rewards, but uh, the difference in the bags will be the contents within them. David said the root network is live now and the root token is in the last stages of going through legal review. Um, They're not going to do anything stupid with the token that would rug the project. So they'll go through this extensive legal review and that's not far off. Uh, the migration of TNL assets will be the first to migrate. So we're talking eminent timeframes. There's a team dedicated to this initiative, so it's eminent. 
The next speaker asked about progress on getting the FIFA game approved on iOS and Android. David said that's been his life for the past couple of months. It's in submission currently, and Apple is a black box, so they're waiting for it to pop out the other side. They decided to release Android first, so if there are any more delays with the Apple Store, it will be an Android soft launch. The next four to five weeks will be the target for the soft launch, but they're not supposed to talk about dates, so don't hold him to that. The follow-up question pointed to people harvesting Asto Energy and the ranges of amounts people might have. If someone wanted to switch their energy to the LP, how would the line be formed to get the LP token? David said it's an interesting challenge and will need to be evolved over time with the community. He said they'll start off small with the Lunaris machine game, which is about filling the void protocols with Asto Energy and rewards pop out the other end. Then the mechanism they're doing that with will start in batches, starting small, getting feedback and adjusting their approach. Um, There isn't a silver bullet and it'll require tweaking over time. The next question asked when Root is up and running and um, they can bridge things over, can you confirm if Thingy's art will benefit? David was very clear in that he had no idea and that we should talk to Aaron. The next person asked about updates to the genome mapping event. David said he needs to add it to the list of uh, answering as a follow-up in the community questions doc that Dan is putting together. And he was going to check with Nova about the status. The caller said that the video chat with the Next Legends devs was really exciting and can't wait to start playing. David said he was excited about the innovations going on with TNL and said it's like seeing the original dream come to fruition. He felt that what they're seeing is now extremely encouraging from where the vision started. The next caller asked if buzzies will be similar to thingies in their mechanism. David said they're similar but different. The next caller asked about FIFA AI League and how the gameplay mechanism would work. He asked if the app would be free to play or what the experience would be like. David said the gameplay will be stripped down version of what we're expecting for AFA with a focus of more of a casual mobile app experience. Um, It will be the first of its kind release, so it'll be interesting to see the response to it. It's similar uh, but different approach to gamification of AI, and they think it will be the basis for a whole bunch of experiences, including merging it with existing concepts that they talked about. He won't go into too much detail because he wants it to be a surprise to the people and get their genuine reactions to playing it. As for the App Store submissions, they've had uh, they've had to very carefully navigate that arena and make sure that submitting something with a chance of getting approved, um, they're going through a couple of iterations of it, which hasn't been formalized yet, but they're currently sitting on a free-to-play with in-app purchases model as the best one to go forward with, but that won't be finalized until it's released. The follow-up question asked if the game itself would be a high skill cap or some sort of ranking system in terms of being able to be competitive. David said that it will be an ELO ranking system similar to chess. There are different categories so you can jump in with similar folks and um, not the top tier users. The next question asked about what the design process has been like um, for the FIFA AI League. And David said the process has been very good from FIFA with a healthy feedback loop in terms of design ideas. Phil said that FIFA has been awesome to work with for such a big organization, and typically large organizations can be quite prescriptive. And this hasn't been the case for the partnership. They've been very open-minded. 
David mentioned, the whole world knows that FIFA has gone through a ton of changes organizationally, and they're uh, heading in a very positive direction. Phil added they're uh, a very different organization than the one that we know of um, four to six years ago. The next question asked about whether partnership discussions tend to go um, toward a particular direction when the menu of brains available to them, such as Gen 2 brains, or a, a more form-bound brain like thingies, and if the genome matrix approach is something that they opt to create, or if they want a more fully baked offering to start with. Um, are the game studios driven more towards having controls themselves, or do they want to use the ASM Genesis assets that are already available? David said, as far as partnerships, if you want to use the ASM protocol, you need to use ASTO, and there's no way around that. For Futureverse, the use cases are ever-expanding for games and worlds and experiences. Uh, Root, Asto, and Silo will be quite pivotal in the ecosystem going forward. Um, for the use of brains, it's heavily encouraged to use Genesis brains and Gen 2 brains, um, which is the genome matrix spec. Um, the thingy spec is an example of a single-use option, and David doesn't anticipate that they'll see that option um, all that often. If it does happen, they'll come up with ways to use Gen 2 brains in the process, um, but the majority will be using Genesis and Gen 2 brains. Phil elaborated to say that there are two types of partnerships which are important to their vision. There's the FIFAs of the world, and there's the grassroots Web3 projects like Torrent and CryptoWalkers. They tend to be supporting these big global brands with ASM's own resources so that they have a lot of say in how Genesis Brains and Gen2 Brains are used in the ecosystem. Uh, the Web3 projects are more like protocol customers. The way that they implement Genesis and Gen2 Brains will vary. They have a recommendation um, that you should make the brain interoperable right from the get-go, but they might not be in a technical position to do that. They might have a thing that they want to do in a way with the genome of the brain and then bring in interoperability later, and ASM needs to accommodate that. Increasingly, partners will be rolling in as a self-service product. Um, these are the first few that we're seeing roll through, but soon there will be hundreds, and Phil wants to make sure that we all understand um, that we see these use cases being quite different at the start, and then as more roll out, we'll see broader usage. The follow-up question asked about the growth of partnerships since we last came together as a group about six weeks ago. Phil said that the inbound partnerships has been increasing at a huge rate, especially post the FIFA announcement. David said the ones that they've signed um, and have yet to announce will blow some minds. Phil said it's painful to hold back partnership news because there are things that they've signed a while back and still can't announce. The next question asked about use cases and trading bots and gaming. Um, the caller wanted to know if a brain can be trained for multiple use cases. David said that they're designed to have composable elements so you can have more than one use case locked into the memory tree. David said that's the main difference between a deep learning natural language processing model versus a reinforcement model playing a game versus a diffusion model making art. Um, they're all anchored around the genome matrix, which give consistent outputs. The follow-up question asked about being able to implement things with a brain uh, if he has his own algorithm and machine learning model. David said to begin with, they're doing things with partnerships to create highly curated experiences. Uh, the next phase is to release the tools out to the wider community to start building their own experiences. Um, and the platform is designed to be completely open 
project for everyone to release their own content. The first phase is uh, first-party content, then partnerships, then open community interaction. They want to get to a point where all those tools are in place for everyone to take it and run with it. The next question asked if we know much about Altered Phoenix and what their involvement involvement is with the Futureverse. It showed up and we haven't heard a lot about them. David said they've been working alongside them for a long while now, and they'll be a part of what they're doing with TNL. There will be more reference to them in Futureverse and more announcements will need to be made um, before we see more of them. The follow-up question asked if the AI League is imminent and why we haven't been able to see um, any teaser gameplay yet, if that's the case. David said it's part of a wider marketing strategy where they don't want to push excitement too soon. Um, they also want to add a uh, final polish for gameplay and strategy so footage of a dev version doesn't go viral mistakenly. The next caller had a couple of questions about when the AFA game comes out, um, if it'll be an auto battler or if we'll be able to explore the world and the whole map. Um, the second part of the question was... Um, what the experience will be like from sitting in a borough to going in an AFA stadium. Is it an in-world experience or just a web browser? David said that when AFA comes out, it will be just a football experience itself. The Futureverse stuff is still being expanded on world building with upcoming Futureverse announcements. Um, they're all being thought of in context of one another. The last speaker asked about thingies and what the update there is. Aaron said there's a um, there's a lot they can do, but wondering if it's just waiting for an announcement and when they can take them um, to mid-journey level and beyond. David said the current capability is similar, if not better, than the likes of mid-journey. They've been working on a way to include human artists, and they have a system coming out that achieves that much better than anyone else has uh, been trying to do it. They're using system design from blockchains to create trustless participation, as we all know. David said there are uh, there's another two phases due to come out in quick succession that will give more functionality, closer to what people have been experiencing, but thinking more along the lines of what use cases are long-term. Um, what has been released today with AI art are currently uh, POCs, uh, proof of concepts, but there are a lot more potential in the technology and interesting ways to create experiences around using them than just a text prompt machine. The last question asked if there will be a way for millions of people to access the utility that thingies provide, um, or will they be, uh, will it always be gated? David said it's likely that Asta will be involved, whether people know it or not. The mass market consideration is how it can be used in a way that's useful for people. Thingies uh, is a big part of that use case since they use um, they use it to tell stories of the technology in a way that's more interesting than a text prompt machine. They'll release tools for people um, to do even cooler things than what Midjourney can do. And that's a wrap up. Um, that wrapped up AMA 24. Be on the lookout for a document that Dan's putting together of the community questions that didn't get asked or were put into the to-be-determined bucket. Um, have a great weekend, everyone, and I'll see you back here for the next one. Wow.